0: Hey, SoundCloud listeners! This is Ed Van S. and I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going
1: to radioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour <laughs> on Radio TFI.
0: Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And good evening, kids and kittens. Welcome again to the quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour.
1: Oh, guess what I forgot? Yeah, (laughs) we know. We know. Sorry about that, man. Anyways, welcome aboard. Thanks for listening. (laughs) This is the quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour, like Mr. Ed Van Ness said, for this uh, Wednesday, June 24th of 2020. From the Northern Command Studio in Eagan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and from Queens, New York, in that Radio TFI Executive Tower, gleaming in the sunset, it is... (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening,
0: sir. Good Sorry even. about the guffaw. <laughs> Good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, thanks for tuning in, now that we're actually on the air. <laughs> By the way, John, tonight's a push. Uh, w- excuse me? <laughs> tonight's a push. I forgot to start recording and broadcasting <laughs> till about halfway through the open. I was oh. for for those of you just that uh, just listen to us on the audio right now, on the SoundCloud or live, we uh when we go on the air with uh with the scope, we, we we go live on the scope about two minutes before the top of the hour and during that time we play a little music. Tonight tonight, it's always something under two minutes. Just a little get the Periscope people get them awake uh tonight we played the uh new york mets theme song which to me 60 almost 60 years later is still a bouncy little tune let me play just a hair of it Beat the mets. and we'll just leave it at that uh
1: well that was that that's like my hair yeah what then well, no, you, you said just a hair. You weren't just saying that it. You weren't saying that the hair was like one millimeter tall. So
0: I got so wrapped up into the song because let's face it, how many baseball tunes do you hear with a with, with a banjo playing? And that's We're gonna win twins. We're gonna yeah, score. Nobody, nobody cares. This is from 1962. This is when the Mets first. So anyway, your your boy was just a little wrapped up. And in uh, the music, and if you watch the video, you will see me wrapped up in the music. And uh, I looked over at my at my control panel here and thought, "Oh my God, I forgot to push the buttons." It was only the a mouse few. is gonna hear about this. In my case, it was only a few seconds, and I can I can cover mine up for the replay, and of course mm-hmm. I will because I of can course. I control the editing. John well, on the other hand this has become an almost a nightly thing here
1: <laughs> Well you have to understand that a lot of times because I'm using Google Chrome and I'm uh-huh. going from tab to tab here uh-huh. to check out the check out uh what yeah. news stories uh yeah. I'm going to go through go uh-huh. to check out the the uh Twitter to see if anything is uh-huh. New coming through there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? Urgh, never mind. I, I can can't so- think of anything. I I can't think of anything necessarily nice to say at the moment. So
0: I'm going to solve that problem for you, and I'm going to show you how. We're going to do a little lesson on on screen here live. I want you to take a look. This is my main screen that I use. Uh, can you see that? Yeah. Now you see I have different I have my window. Well, let me let me take this off for the folks out there. See, I have on one side my browser and on the other side, you can you can make you can actually open multiple versions of your browser, which is normally what I do. But anyway, be that as it may. We'll have computer okay. school We'll have computer school while we're on vacation.
1: Mm, don't count on I don't think I'll I don't think I'll touched this laptop and the entire week we're off. Hey, how about that? We're off for a
0: week. Yeah, we're off for a week starting Monday. Starting Monday. Well, actually starting Saturday about noon Eastern time. 12:01. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, kids Kids and Kittens, with the news that baseball is coming back, we think, sometime around the end of the month. We're uh, doubling and tripling down on our baseball coverage here. Next week, while we're gone, beginning Monday, 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 we will have games at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time, with a replay at 10 p.m. Eastern of the 7 p.m. game for our West Coast fans. Uh, And that'll be every night. And then once we return on the 6th, uh, we won't have the 7 p.m uh broadcast but we will have 2 p.m and 10 p.m we'll have at least two ball games a day for you if you want to listen to a ball game now this is vintage baseball classic baseball classic
1: baseball from back most of these are through the fifties and sixties, I think there's a couple of them you've got in
0: there. We've got from, from the seventies, if I'm not mistaken. Too, we go back as far as 1934 and up to 72, I believe, 71 okay. or 72. And actually, I spent a little time today for next week. Uh, well, I, I mean, there's no harm in saying next week. Uh, I I had a pick uh, whoever recorded all these games. Uh, there's a lot of Yankees and Mets and I'm trying to not overload. I had to go through uh, the archive today. So next week the 2 p.m games will all be different teams, different teams all up. the the late games, the seven the 7 pm. Eastern and Pacific time games will be the 1968 world series, Detroit Tigers versus the St. Louis Cardinals. It went to seven games. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's a good listen. So that'll, that'll keep you going all week. Uh, so there you go. And it culminates on, it'll culminate on Sunday, the, uh, the fifth, uh, anyway, that's, uh, and, and then, uh, you know, like I said, we'll be having baseball through the month of July, and just to keep you know what all those
1: uh, all those vintage games are going to have in common. What's that?
0: They're all going to have fans in the stands. That is correct. That is correct. Oh, look at John lighting the fuse. <laughs> Unlike the uh, well, let's see.
1: We all know that we're going to start seeing baseball here. Towards the end of July now, you hope. Yeah, that that's that is uh, COVID COVID permitting, I guess is the the terminology. Just,
0: do me a favor, John. Just do it the way you laid it on me just minutes before we came on the air.
1: Oh, I forgot how I laid it on. And, you. and then
0: explain my reaction.
1: Well, I'll tell you something. I I uh, let me do it this way. I stumbled upon a story that. Uh, the Texas, Range, Texas Rangers got a brand new ballpark and, uh oh, I believe it's in Arlington, if I'm not mistaken. It's called Globe Life Field. Yeah. So I opened up the story and kind of was perusing through it a little bit. And I uh, read down here, let's see, where was this again? Oh, deep in the heart of Texas. Texas is also, this is from the story, Texas is also the only state with teams in Major League Baseball that will be allowing fans to attend games, thus giving the Rangers and the Astros distinct home field advantage once the season begins. And I thought when I read this, I thought Ed was going, I, I I actually saw the hairs on the top of his head stand right,
0: up. Let, let me tell the story. So just, we're, we're talking pre-show. And he says, oh, I got a, something I want to talk about. And I want, to, I want to get your, you know, see if you want to talk about it. And then he says to me, well, Texas and Florida are going to allow fans in the stands.
1: But I corrected that, not Florida. As far as I know, Florida okay. is not well, part of that. But that's
0: what you said to me at the time, and now I'll allow you to explain my reaction to that. Well,
1: let's just say that he was ready to start the show about 10 minutes early. hmm
0: <laughs> By the way, I wouldn't be surprised to see the state of Florida to have the Marlins and the and the Rays have fans in there. Because Desantis is is a Trumpy from way back, although he is starting to pull back. When John told me that, I, I the first words out of my mouth was, "Yeah, because they're only reporting four thousand new cases a day in those states." Abbott in Texas seemed to be coming to his senses just a wee bit, and, and you're you're gonna <laughs> and what kind of idiot is going to go to the game? I don't know. I can't. I can't get
1: my wife to go out for anniversary dinner. Of course, uh, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. People are being smart. I, I'm being kind of a smartass on that myself here. Uh, I'm not happy about that. Uh, about that, but uh, you know, it's probably it's probably sage advice when when you come down to it. And the only thing that I think. That could make this work, uh, especially. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know. Hold on, I I, I hear the marbles rattling. <laughs> I don't know that that it's gonna that it's gonna work in. Uh, well, you know what? I don't think it's gonna work either place. Now there you I, go. There you go. There there because you got. Let's there. face it. If they were playing in an outdoor park, if they were in a climate. To play in an outdoor park, they could maybe limit the capacity to maybe five thousand people, maybe. And you might you might be able to get away with that, but you have to remember you're going to be playing in the Texas heat there. So both of these stadiums, both Houston and uh, um, uh, Texas are retractable roof stadiums mm. and you know damn well that when it's a hundred and some degrees they're not going to be wanting to play in that blazing sun
0: uh with the with the roof that's why you play uh, at night open. that's why you play at night well only, but it's still not only that and I, i'm gonna butt in here john uh i don't care if you only let 200 people in okay I promise you at least one of those knuckleheads is going to be like a friggin' squirrel running all over the place. And I'll be right. the one clown with the COVID. Yeah. Okay. It's, I can't say it enough. And here I am on day one Oh one. All right. And believe you me, I would love to get out to a ball game or something there. I, 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 anything right now, I'd love to go to the movies by myself. I'd be happy to. I get it. But guess what, kids? We're not done. Just because you're bored with it doesn't mean it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all want to get out. We all want to go play. I get it. And then, until the, look, we're about to be banned from traveling to Europe. Because we're well. idiots. We're idiots as a country. Not here in my city. By the well, way, they're
1: actually—I uh, the, forget which uh, governor said this. It might have been Cuomo. Basically, you are telling people from these uh, southern states,
0: "Don't they come the hell away from us." Well, if, if you here. if you remember early on in this, when we were, you know, just flying with cases. Uh, what did Ron DeSantis down in Florida say? don't come to florida and if you do you got to quarantine for 14 days we don't want people from new york well if you didn't take the people from new york and south florida half of them wouldn't be there uh that's neither here nor there but yeah Mm -hmm. well i i mean other than new york uh, the state as a whole and the city in particular nobody is in this country is the curve's not going down you look at us compared to europe my god it's not even close. it's not even we're we're still going up. They're all going down and they're way down. and we're talking per capita. We're not we're like I'm not this idiot in the White House. Well if we don't test we don't know. yeah, that's true. It doesn't make any any fewer cases you moron. And now we're gonna open up the ballparks. Jeez, we haven't even had a game yet. Now, I'm sure, I would hope to heaven, that somebody is a misquoted Abbott and he means, well, we'll wait a couple of weeks after the games get started and see. But if he's talking about day one, then he is a moron.
1: Well, that's like I, all I can go
0: by is what the story says. So, mm.
1: I don't know if he was misquoted here or not. Let's see. Let's check
0: the source here. He's a trumper. Yeah he's a trumper. And uh I can't wait to see where where they uh I get a feeling we were talking about this last night, I believe Jacksonville is I think is going to eventually turn their back on on the RNC.
1: Well, I, I know that the Democrats are already talking about it being a virtual
0: convention. Where are they supposed to be this year, Charlotte? Oh, I think Charlotte. you know. Oh, you talk, I'll find you talk, I'll find out. Okay.
1: Let's see. Let me go back here and take a look myself too.
0: Well, there's numbers. No first, from-
1: first one with the answer is a rotten egg.
0: <laughs> well there, there there's Milwaukee
1: exciting it is. I was gonna say there's exciting radio. <laughs> oh, no, it's supposed to be in Milwaukee, so
0: Milwaukee. But mm hmm. But uh
1: no, they're already talking about uh, a virtual convention. And that's just fine, because let let Trump continue to shoot himself in the foot. Um, time out here for just a second.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we, he can either shoot himself in the foot or shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, you, you know. I, 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 look, for personally, in this day and age, I don't understand the point of the conventions anyway. For the most part... You already know who the nominee is when they get there. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I just, I've never understood it. I guess back in It's just in the, a giant pep
1: rally is all it is.
0: Yeah. I guess back in the day, because I can remember as a kid, you know, oh my God, it's the convention. That means there won't be anything on TV for three days when they used to cover them wall to wall. Yeah. you know Now you get an hour, maybe an hour in prime time. Uh, and that's that's the end of it because we've seen it all, we've heard it all, we know what you're gonna say, and you know. But be that as it may, you're right. Uh, this is the best move. Just if it has to be a virtual thing, then it's a virtual thing. Uh, that's yeah. that's all. That's all. Uh, you yeah. and Biden, Biden, Biden isn't stupid.
1: I mean, remember a while ago, I we were saying here that. All Biden needs to do is just sit back and let Trump just uh
0: be Trump. Absolutely. There's and, there's uh, no you
1: know, cuz every it. time he opens every time Trump opens his mouth uh it, it, something something is if it's not noted right away, it's recorded and and uh Biden is just kind of Biden his time, if you will.
0: There you go. I was, wait- <laughs> I was waiting for you to get there. It was a long, bumpy ride, but you got there. You got there. <laughs> I I left that joke there for you months ago. You finally got to it.
1: Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You can call if you're listening live. Uh, if you're listening on Memorex, well, you can still use that phone number to wow. send us a a text or or uh, whatever there uh you can also get a hold of us via our twitter feed at taxi stand hour that's us uh that's it and uh bring it up bring it up we'll be happy to entertain your your thoughts your insight hell if you want to tell us a bad joke god knows we got enough of those here easy now don't 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 be that hard on yourself who says I was being hard on myself? Hey, now! <laughs> Just spreading the love, brother. Just spreading the love.
0: I don't know what it is you're spreading, but it ain't love, I'll tell you that much. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> That's not what I'm feeling. It's, it's got a metallic quality to it, and I, I don't want Well, it. what can I say? You can say, oh. talk, I gotta go. I forgot to do something else before the show started.
1: Oh, let's see. He forgot to get his Mountain Dew or his Tic Tacs or God knows whatever else. Good Lord. Oh, kind of actually a a slow news day, at least what I from what I've seen and heard today. Hey, though, I got I gotta put out some congratulations though to uh, to our buddy uh, Shalotta Brundage. Uh, she got to do her first time. Fill in for uh, Chad Hartman on WCCO mm-hmm. radio today, and yeah, did one hell of a job. Gary did, did a very good job carrying the show. Um, the topics uh, she had guests that uh, you might figure she'd have people that were looking to figure out how to get through the, the you know the systemic systemic racism. And what have you? She was uh, very on that. She also uh, talked uh, a bit about autism. Uh, there, was some, uh, there was somebody here in the third hour. There was she had a guest on that is making it easier for parents of aut- autistic children to uh, to basically basically find the resources. Uh, in order to help them. You know, Shaletta actually has uh, three. Uh, three of her four children are actually... Uh, on the spectrum. ...have autism. On the scope, yes.
0: Spectrum. Spectrum,
1: excuse me. Spectrum we're, on, got.
0: we're on the scope. We're
1: on the scope, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. So, But uh, good job for her. She hit all the cues. It's, it's so funny because she her basic capacity at wcco is a uh, is a producer and she admitted to the guy that was doing the producing of this particular show uh how much he actually works he he's printing out uh, uh printing out things and uh, doing all kinds of things to make sure the show is uh running up to up to snuff if you will mm-hmm and, she says, "I don't do that stuff. I don't know why they're still paying me. I don't do that."
0: <laughs> and and then, but then, of course, she doesn't have the the extra added load of not only producing the show, but then doing the show like some people here do. Are are you are you looking for, are you looking for a Scooby
1: snack or a pat on the back? A little scratch by me ear would be fine. Oh, okay. Well, here. <laughs> <laughs> good
0: lord yes
1: man oh man like i said though it, it's been kind of a slow news day today we really haven't
0: uh i wouldn't know <laughs> of course not no i didn't i didn't watch anything today i uh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls kids and kittens of all ages i i made a big big to do all week about the fact that <clears throat> I was going to move my car today. I was actually going to drive it someplace. Well, it got can't The appointment got canceled. I got a phone call about two hours before I was supposed to be there. Blah, blah, blah. Yakety, yakety, yakety. So your boy didn't leave the house today. <laughs> and it just threw my whole day off. Just threw my, my day. I, I did some station work, uh, it was hard to stay focused. And then I got into watching YouTube. And Oh, uh, well, then I was supposed to ask you, what videos did you uh, actually watch on um, YouTube? I've been watching for the past week. I stumbled across this guy. I, since I ordered the bike, I know I'm going to need a lock for it or, you know, a chain or something. So I've been doing some research and I stumbled across this channel on YouTube called the lock picking lawyer and this guy can literally pick anything uh, he's done 1,000 over 1,500 videos something like that and he's very very calm very uh, I, I've read some of his comments on the the first one I watched which was the lock I'll probably wind up getting uh, he said it's pretty good and for him, that's high praise. He gives nothing high praise, apparently. And uh, <laughs> all the comments were saying, oh, you know, the, the uh, lock company's going crazy; stocks go through the roof because the lock-picking lawyer said eh, it's okay." <laughs> but I'm watching videos on people picking locks. Are you looking to enter into that uh,
1: line of oh, work here? Oh, if you don't?
0: Oh <laughs> no, I haven't got the hands for that. Oh no, no, no 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 but it it's amazing now, this guy he's got tools he's got you know he'll bust through some you know look guys like you and me are not going to get through this your crackhead bike thief is not going to have the t- I watched one today it took him close to three minutes to break this into this lock to pick this mm. lock and the people that have been watching him for years were amazed they said it, ne- it never takes him that long it's uh it's a it's a it's a great lock if it took takes this guy three minutes to get through it. To open it. And he's got all the tools, man. He's got all the tools, which you wouldn't expect uh and my new and, and most feared new tool that I've ever heard of. The uh the what is it? The open nut ball splitter. <laughs> or the open or the uh. the open ball nut splitter something like that either way it's it's uh but it's fascinating it it's, I got
1: to get me one of those
0: you know you don't think you'd be interested in things things like marble racing and uh, uh lock picking and all manner of stuff uh but i tell you what it's this is how I decided on the bike I do a lot of research on YouTube very rarely do i watch one, you know just one source but then every now and again you get lucky you fall into somebody that knows their stuff and you you can tell from the comments and, and and all that and uh and it's just wild to watch this guy work and you know but there's just so much out there that you can just get and the other thing i've been watching lately is die cast car racing it, it, it is just amazing. You're not talking like Hot Wheels, are you? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Okay.
1: Exactly. There's. Uh, I mean, I suppose it's either Hot Wheels or
0: Matchbox. I don't even think they make Matchbox
1: cars anymore, do it's they? Not
0: a, they have entire tournaments set up. People sending cars to these people. And uh, there's one. Oh, I, I can't think of the name of it. I'll find it here in a second and these guys are just a hoot and a holler the uh the diecast racing league the drc huh. and it is just i i am not kidding john if you want something to entertain yourself i I highly recommend it i highly highly recommend it um uh here we go let's see 3d bot maker 3d b o t m a k e r they they have crazy production values. They have this track. It's uh, They call it Race Mountain. It's beautifully uh-huh. set up. I mean, you've got miniatures, you've got people, cars, trucks, and it, it comes down and there's a couple of turns in it and a couple of high banks and each race takes about 18 to 20 seconds. You'll have two cars at a time. And the sound effects they put in and they discuss it with all the You know, like it's real, uh, yeah. And they're funny as well. You listen to them, and and they're just funny. Uh, And you think, and you stop and think, and you look. This is all toy cars, but it's fascinating. It's fascinating. So, but
1: are they using other kind of cars other than yeah? uh, What
0: what what, whatever people send into them? Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be Hot Wheels but that's what you're talking about those types of cars. Uh there's there's all sorts of channels doing that. The, the 3D bot maker is the best I've stumbled across so far. And again, you go down into one of these rabbit holes one day and this is the kind of stuff you land on. You have a day where you're just hey, eh, you're just, you know, clicking on on videos for a couple hours. And uh and I found some of these gems and they really are gems. And uh matter of fact, uh, I like to watch last week tonight with John Oliver on on HBO. Um, the Marble Racing Channel I wrote that I watch. He is now sponsoring it. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's I mean it's great for them, and they do. They've got a guy who does the announcing, and he speaks about these marbles like they're real people, like they're real competitors. All the while, you don't forget that they're just marbles, but they do this racing. They're on these on these tracks and doing obstacles, and uh, they have like a, a marble Olympics. Uh, they're doing oh, it's it, it. You stop and think about the amount of effort that goes into this. Uh, it's Jell's marbles, J E L L E S. That's not yeah. how it's pronounced. He's he's from. Uh, the Netherlands France, possibly? Oh. no no no, no. It's, it's Nova not Nova Scotia uh, what am I thinking of the area where Sweden and Denmark all there's uh, um, a name for that for that area anyway anyway he's from one of those countries Denmark Sweden something like that the, the name I have for it would be too cold for me yeah so well there's that too the uh yeah but yeah there's a lot there's a there's a lot of crap on youtube don't get me wrong but yes that's what i've been watching the past couple days is i've already pretty much settled on the lock i'm gonna get but now i'm just watching this guy do his thing
1: so yeah you know when it comes to youtube videos i i kind of get when i have some spare time um you know and uh, usually I don't get to I don't sit around anymore in about 15 minutes out there on the street so I don't have any real time to uh to get in you know get into anything while I'm in the car plus what? I also have to be very careful about uh um oh geez about uh, what am I Data. trying to say about the Data. internet yeah. my internet use on well the phone. I, well
0: I don't have those time constraints and I don't have those down, shit. <laughs> oh, Lordy! It's
1: funny you mentioned you mentioned John Oliver here, and it's funny there was something about Amazon. Supposedly, John John Oliver had something about Amazon, and the uh, and my stepson was was telling me about. I should watch that. I should watch that whole thing, and. You know, I was pol- I was polite about it. I try not to get too uppity with them, and I think to myself, uh, "What what part of my schedule do you think I have time to watch all this excess TV or well, videos or whatever?"
0: Well, I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, you can watch John Oliver on the YouTube. Uh huh. You know he does these little bits 10 15 minutes a pop uh, uh-huh. you can always pause it to go about your business uh yeah. but but honestly he him and his staff they do they do some really in-depth stuff you know they sometimes work months on a story yeah and and some of it is very interesting. Of course, he's, you know, he's got jokes that he throws in there and all and all that. It, it's as much funny as it is informative. Uh, uh, I was excited last year because we got four days of work. Me and uh, and our that's a matter of fact. When I met our uh, our stock reporter, Dylan. Uh huh. Uh, I met him. He was my helper on a job. We did four days working for last week tonight. We had to bring equipment to a a, a studio and uh-huh. uh, pick it up and all that. But, I mean, we didn't get to meet anybody from the staff or anything like that, but uh, I, was, I was talking to one of the producers or something, uh, and I said, oh, you know, I'm, you know, i you know i watch him all the time and whatnot i i mentioned some i asked her a question about something if you watch the show you would know what a, and, and she uh. said oh no no we won't be bringing that back this year but I'll, he says but but john will be happy that that you mentioned it said, okay you know good enough that's uh oh cool it, i'm not a starstruck kind of guy but uh oh me either
1: that should, I should, have I ever talked to you about celebrities that have ridden that you've taken in the Cowboys? I think we've talked about that before, haven't
0: we? I doubt it because my list is real small. Real small. Yeah. I'll tell you this much Michael Irvin, formerly of the Cowboys. Uh huh. Jackass. Not, fr- <laughs> not afraid to say it, and here's why. Do you remember he had a thing when he was still playing? He uh he got caught with strippers or something like that. Did the big boo hoo apology on TV. He was crying. Oh vaguely I remember that, yeah. Well, it wasn't but a couple of weeks after that. Now he's from South Florida. He's okay. from he's from Broward County. I believe it yeah, he's from Broward. Somewhere down there. Either Broward or Dade. Anyway. So I get a call one night at this is going back twenty years. At one of our local strip clubs, one of the, uh, at the, at the time, one of the, the, the high-end strip club. Well, of uh, course. And lo and behold, who is it? It's Michael Irvin. All right. So, you know, we start chat. He needs to get to, uh, in his, as he said it, there's an all black strip club and he mentioned the name and it, it was in Miami. I said, I've heard of it, uh, he gave me the address. I said, okay. I said, I, I wasn't sure where it was. but And the whole time, all I'm thinking to myself is, wasn't it two weeks ago I watched you on ESPN bawling your eyes out? And mind you, he's by himself. He's yeah. by himself. It's one thing you go to a strip club with a couple of buddies and you're just having a goof and it's one of those nights. Well, you're out there by yourself. And you're, spent, you're doing $80 cab rides to get to the next joint Uh uh-huh look to each their own (laughs) i got nothing against watching pretty girls take their clothes off you know uh i'm all for it as long as the women are doing it because they want to anyway and they make good they make good money but i was like i i was annoyed the entire time and i'm still annoyed at him because only because he had done the big boo-hoo act on tv I promised my wife I'm sorry, darn whatever. I I don't remember her name. And that's what bugged me. It wasn't the fact that he's going to a strip club. Hell, that was a lot of my business. I was all for them. Strip clubs. I don't care who goes. But it was just the whole, oh, I'm f fr- I'm in front of the cameras. I gotta make my public image look good. And then uh Well, I've had a handful of
1: celebrities over the over the years. Is that uh, a I had um I don't know if you remember Frank Viola. He played for the Mets for a little while.
0: I I remember the name, not when I was living here.
1: No, no, no. He uh, he was um, Cy Young Award winner, uh, obviously world champ or uh, nineteen eighty seven world champion with the Twins. But I he was in his rookie year with the Twins, and I picked him up at the airport and took him. No, you know what I picked him up at a hospital in St. Paul and brought him to the airport. His first daughter was born. Oh, how nice. And uh, so he was really the first celebrity I picked up. I've since picked up a few more. I've had George Brett in the car. Okay. Uh, um, had John Rocker in the car. oh. Him, oh. Don't
0: yeah, again, I wasn't living here, but of course, yes, I remember him. He got upset at the people on the seven train.
1: mm Hmm. Oh, let's see. Who else was there? I've had. Um, I can. Ne- oh, Kevin Pollock. I actually was surprised. I remember really? his name.
0: Really, he's 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 uh, a funny son of a bitch. I would love to. Spend, I like him. I, I like him. I could spend, I would love to spend ten minutes just chatting with him.
1: You know it's funny though, but I treat celebrities real uh real I don't know i I don't treat them any differently than I treat any other passenger. I never make mention you know I didn't reach back from the seat oh Mr. Pollock's nice to meet you didn't even right. recognize his celebrity right you know
0: well i've got i've uh, got I got two stories uh and I mentioned this one last year when I drove a yellow cab here in New York City. My very first passenger, Candace Bergen. Oh, that's right. I remember you saying that. So I, I recognized her, and but I, you know, again, I'm doing this too long. She's so we she told me where we were going. Going, we were chit chatting, and I, you know,
1: that had uh, been fun, though.
0: It was. She was very, very pleasant, and uh, it wasn't until I mentioned because uh, we were in a slow uh, a break from from the teamster work. So I said, "Yeah, I just started doing this." I said, "Actually, you're my first customer here in New York." And uh, I said, "I'm just waiting." There's some irony. Yeah, I said, "I'm just waiting for uh, the other job to pick up." Oh, what do you do? I said, "Well, I work with the Teamsters on you know movie sets." Oh, she started running down names. Do you know this one? This was my driver. And then I asked her about uh, the Murphy Brown reboot. I said, "Are you guys still doing that?" She said, "No, no, they canceled us." Oh, that's too bad. And you know, and then we just chatted. We just chatted for, for the remainder of the ride. And uh, she was very nice, very pleasant, very generous. And uh, uh, The last one was the most important when it comes right down to it. Yeah, she gave me 20 bucks for like a, an $8 ride. She couldn't have been nicer. Oh, nice. She couldn't, couldn't have been nicer. Uh, the other one, it's the story I love to tell, and I've told this before, I know it, is I had Bob Dylan in my cab. No way. But I didn't know it till the next day. Early Saturday afternoon sitting at one of the nicer hotels in Lauderdale and again this goes back 25 years and I was working I had shifted to days for some reason briefly so it's late on Saturday afternoon and I'm on the cab stand a friend of mine Dale is behind me so and I'm done for the day I'm ready to I'm done so they flagged me up to the door, me up to the door. Uh, we got real, that hotel is real doorman and all that and a the whole. They It's the only hotel in town that they built with an actual cab stand as part of it. Hmm. Somebody actually took the time to say, you know what? We need a place for cabs to park because we're going to.
1: But anyway. Probably using a fuel.
0: Yeah. So two guys get in. And the one gentleman does all the talking. Oh, we're going here. He gives me the address. It's not terribly far. It's a walk-in clinic. And the other guy, he's got his hat down over his eyes. I don't notice anything. So we get there. They, they wanted me to wait. I said, well, actually, I'm done for the day, and, you know, i got to get the cab back. Honestly, I just didn't. I just, I was done. It had been a crappy day. Uh-huh. Because they didn't know how long they were going to be, and I, you know. It was just one of those days. I just didn't feel like doing it. All right, fine. So the next day, I get a phone call from Dale. I ran into him, however. I... So what was he like? I said, what was who like? Bob Dylan. I don't know. And I knew he he had a show that night. As it turned out, he had a problem with his voice. Uh-huh. Uh, I said, no, I didn't. That was Dylan. Now that I think about it, I could see the scraggly beard, and even if he opened his mouth, who knows what he would have said? He talk would have talks with a mouthful of pebbles, anyway. <laughs> so what had happened was that Dylan and and his manager came out of the hotel at the same time. These two young girls were there, and they all wanted a cab. So I was first, as I was making my way up to the front door. I guess they asked if Dylan can go first because he had a he had a show that night. He had to get over to the little medical clinic. Dale's customers told him all this. So they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he got in with me, off we went. They got in with Dale, told him this whole story. And yeah, so I picked up Bob Dylan and didn't know it till the next day. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I I didn't pick up <sighs> many it's hard for me to even think of we did uh, we did a lot of uh baseball teams remember Trevor Hoffman yep sure okay. do he was with san diego mhm as a well actually no was it Trevor Hoffman yeah it was Trevor Hoffman he started with the Marlins he got traded so the the Padres are in town and my buddy Dale who believe me i can do 18 hours of shows on dale on how strange he could be well <laughs> he managed to pick up trevor one day and a lot of them at the time they would take cabs to the stadium it was about a 20 minute drive from the hotel they were staying at and maybe it wasn't trevor hoffman but it was definitely a picture with the padres so the guy would you know, he would call Dale and Dale would get down to the stadium, although legally he couldn't do it, but he did he'd bring him back and oh my god, every time San Diego came into town for the next couple of years, Dale was on the phone to this guy. Apparently he just finally got tired of Dale and, you know, just stopped answering his phone. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I I I never tried to card. You know, we again we had a lot of baseball players. Uh we also usually got the uh visiting teams the Dolphins would stay up in Broward County. And I will tell you, there was this one Saturday, Friday, whatever it was, the Washington Redskins were in town. I remember. So they were staying at a hotel, a little off the beaten path, but not so much. Uh, it wasn't a beach hotel. Nice hotel. But. Uh-huh. So suddenly the, all these guys, they get off the bus, they check in, do what they got to do. And now, now they're all going out to dinner. Well, I pull up to the door. Three big linemen. They must have been from de- the defense. Um, and one one small guy. He must. He was a kicker. He had to be. He only. <laughs> and the gentleman sitting up front with me was the, There was the two massive behemoths in the back, and the little guy, and the kicker. And this other guy got up front with me. And John, when I tell you he just he just consumed all the space. And I had I had a I had a Ford L T D, big car at the time. Uh beautiful interior and all that. But he just this guy, he had to be 350 if he was an ounce. Uh-huh. And just huge. Six five, six eight, something like that. And he got in the car and it just like there was no space. I couldn't see out of the mirror. I and, and I'm just not saying a word. I'm just hoping the car this you know, the suspension makes it Hope the suspension holds up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing with the football teams. You get these big beefy guys. It was one thing if it was like one or two of them. Yeah, okay, you you know, your car's uh, you know, wheezing a little bit, but uh
1: no that was
0: uh that was something. You know, I had coaches from from different teams. You know, uh, not the head coaches, but, uh, you know, you talk about the teams. You talk about the football. I uh, had a couple of people that were... Uh, there's a guy I had who, if you're from Boston, you'll know who he was. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Boston people. know He was a local radio legend in Boston. And when I had my wheelchair van, he was... had long since retired he was ninety. he turned 100 that's what it was and uh they had seen my van in the neighborhood where I lived and they they actually tracked me down they actually tracked me down they lived about a block from me uh long story short we set up an arrangement for me to pick him up at the nursing home in his wheelchair and bring him you know to their house wait while they had the little party for him uh I wish I could remember his name Eddie something Again, people from Boston would know who he was. They, they know the name. Uh, and they were really, I mean, really nice about it, but He was a big local guy up in Boston. And uh, that's that's what his son said to me. He said, yeah, you, he says, no, you've never heard of him. But I promise you, you know anybody from New England? They know exactly who he is. He's a <laughs> legend up there. Eh, so That's nice. That's, uh, you know. That's probably a lot like Sid
1: Hartman here in Minnesota. I mean everybody knows who Sid Hartman is around here, but if yeah, he I don't Well, that's I mean anybody yeah. out of Minnesota.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you the truth, you want to talk about people now I move I moved out of here in nineteen eighty four, okay? Uh there is a guy on the local news here who started when I was a teenager. And it's still on the air. Chuck Scarborough. I've heard that name. You you might be thinking of Joe Scarborough.
1: Any relation?
0: I'm not sure. Honestly, okay. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It could be. Because Chuck is... You're right, though. Right, that's what I was thinking of. Chuck Chuck is like 100 and something. He's got to be on... When WNBC-TV here in New York... Uh, they were the one of the, the first ones to do the expanded news. They do like a two or three hour block in the afternoon. That was a big thing at the time. News 4, they called it. And and Chuck Scarborough was the lead anchor. Uh, yeah. And he's been with the station. He still does. I think he's doing the 6 o'clock news here still. Now, mind you, really? this, is, this is 40-something years. This hmm. is 40-something years. This is before I moved out. And I was shocked. There's a couple of people that I'm shocked to see. There's this one woman, Kaiti Tong. Uh, she was around before I left. Ernie Anastas, again, names your probably Ernie Anastas was on Good uh, Good Morning America or AM America, uh, the precursor to Good Morning America back in the day. Uh, but other than that, you probably wouldn't wouldn't be aware of him. Uh, Warner Wolf, I think he's still around.
1: Yeah, I've heard that name before. Yeah, yeah. He kind of
0: poked at national, but, I mean, some of the New York people, you you know, they will get national attention because, uh, for instance, all the weather people on uh, WNBC, at some point or another, will fill in for Al Roker on the Today Show. Uh Uh-huh. And that's where, well, Roker was at uh, Channel 4 before he got on the Today Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a famous bit where Letterman, David Letterman, uh, would burst, he would burst into the, because he taped the show at that time of day, 5.30 in the afternoon. All those late night shows tape at that time of day. And he brought his cameras and whatnot in and, and did the weather with uh, with Al Roker. And that's when Al Roker ah. was like big, when he was huge, when he uh-huh. was huge. And uh, and again, here's another aside. David Letterman was a weatherman. In Indianapolis,
1: I thought I heard that somewhere.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: So, wanting to uh, just real quickly, I wanted to talk about one more. And I don't think you'd know this guy because it's he's a wrestler, so I don't think you'd know him. But um, he was he was pretty big in WWE WWF at the time. Well, his uh, ring name was uh, Razor Ramon
0: mm mm-hmm. no I'm
1: gonna no, say I, a big I, note know you're, I know that I know you not but anyways when he was kind of first breaking on the on the uh, on the scene he was wrestling out of Ganya's promotion here in uh the Twin Cities and his name is Scott Hall I remember picking him up at the arena one day and uh he's going to. Some little two dollar motel up in uh, up on the east side of town. I'm trying to think to myself, you know, you got to be making more money than that. Why the hell are you staying at this place? Maybe it's one place you can score a hooker easy enough. I don't know. But his uh, as as we're going up there, he's asking me if uh, I can go someplace where he can score himself a bag of weed. <laughs> and you know what? What? And this is this is the honest to God's truth. This is throughout my time. I have smoked pot. I didn't inhale though. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I. I. You know. But I never bought a bag. You know, I might buy a joint from a friend. Everyone, or might have bought a joint from a friend every now and then. But I never.
0: By the way, a bag. But, I wouldn't know what's the score. Not- Button's not a word. I heard that somewhere else the other night. Button's not a word. Oh well, thank you, there, language police. Just bot, grammar police. Okay, whatever. A, Quin- a Quinn Martin production.
1: Thank you. Uh but it, I, I apologize. That was nice about it. I says I just I really don't know. But you can kind of tell he was kind of
0: eh, whatever. People would get upset. I'm gonna say just briefly. People would get upset. And I got this, too. Oh, where can I get some, you know, some weed, some coke? I don't know. I don't deal with it. What the hell kind of cab driver are you? One who hasn't been to jail. (laughs) Oh, Oh, they would get upset. You're a cab driver. You're supposed to know these things. I'm not getting involved. Plus, my buddy Harry had been a, got locked up for uh, some, he literally stopped at a red light. Somebody ran, out. you know, his passenger did a deal while Harry was at a red light on a main drag. The cops saw it. It was, it was a thing. It was a setup. And he went to jail too. Of course he got out. I was
1: no, I was no angel. Don't get me. I'm not trying to polish a halo here, but let me, let me finish this real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. If I may. Sure. Uh, so about a week later, I run into uh, him and his, uh, Tag team partner uh, at a little bar uh not too far away from where I I dropped him, as a matter of fact. And I walked up to him. I said, Oh, hi Scott. Uh uh, I was your cab driver last week. How you doing? And he just looked at me and said, So.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: What a, a what a douchebag. I'm sorry. Mm. And they were giving him some sort of honors uh, here a few years ago. And I sent him a tweet, and I says, "You know, Scott, you're always gonna be an asshole to me because of what you pulled on me when you were still a snotty young, uh, you know, snotty young kid there trying to break into the wrestling business." So, you should have uh,
0: sent. You should have sent him a tube of preparations H with the note, "Hey, you left your shampoo in my car."
1: Pretty much. Shithead. The, the, there's, yeah, the there's things you don't think of when you're composing yeah. tweets.
0: I know. But,
1: I, I know. Oh, crap. Now I forgot what the hell else I was going to. uh. Damn it. Uh... Uh, it was actually pretty funny, believe it or not. I'll, I'll bet I it was. So
0: it was so funny I you forgot to tell it.
1: Pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Pretty much. But, uh, now that's been about that's been about it for for celebrities and what have you. Uh,
0: like I said, I know for a fact I haven't had a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think I think there was one more uh, and, and I'll be darned if I can remember uh, who it, who it was, but uh, you know I, the few celebrities I've had, I'd say Candace Bergen was the most pleasant without question. Uh, uh-huh. She's also she's also the most recent, so it's much easier to to remember that to, to remember. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Harry had they filmed a Bob Hope Christmas special in Fort Ordell one year. Yes, they did. And uh, Harry Harry had Brooke Shields in his cab with her mom back when Brooke Shields was still a teenager. Harry said Brooke was pleasant. The mother, Terry, I think her name was a, uh, not so much. Huh. Now, mind you, they did a Christmas special in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the main street downtown, the shopping entertainment district is Las Olas Boulevard. Uh, they covered that with fake snow, about two or three blocks of it.
1: Oh my god! I got a
0: glimpse of it. I couldn't get too couldn't get too close because they had it all closed off, but I was able to catch a glimpse of it. And then, of course, when it was funny when the when the special came on, I watched it. I'm like, damn, that just looks so strange. I mean, the snow looked good because if you saw the street, you would go, oh, okay, that's really. It looks like it could be a winter scene, uh, but then when you know what it is, you know you know that that. Street has never seen a, a speck of snow. A snow
1: of snow. And, yeah, that's exactly, not, that's yeah. not
0: true either. It did snow once in Fort Lauderdale, 1976.
1: Real quick here, uh, one last celebrity. I forgot. Gotta
0: I go now.
1: Real nice guy. Gave me 20 bucks to basically take him around the corner. Wade Boggs. Oh, okay. So, so I guess that's all we got here for okay. this particular hour of the taxi stand hour quarantine edition here on this very radio tfi station so from the northern command studio in Egan, minnesota i'm john shannon in the immortal words of steve cannon i got the money see ya!